0: All right, let's start with a moment in history. This is really fun. The Backstreet Boys have entered YouTube's Billion Views Club. That's right, with their official music video from 1999. You know the song, I Want It That Way. Their group's lovesick anthem that has become their trademark song. It was shot at the Los Angeles International Airport. I didn't know that. And it was uploaded to the platform 10 years after its original release. Now, for some reason, the video has averaged almost 400,000 daily views. First, I don't understand it, right? In 2021, you know, I've never been a big fan of the Backstreet Boys. Someday I will tell you why. Oh, I know. That's right. Hey, welcome to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. I'm Kim Commando and joining us this week, of course, is Ali Seligman. She's our amazing content queen and Ben Bradley. He's our trusty news director and our bonafide tech guy and geek of the week. And of course, there's Matthew Hoffel and he is our official internet scout yes we love that every week to keep us up to date and just a quick reminder for everybody as you're listening to rate review, subscribe and follow the podcast you know give us a great five-star review even if you hate the podcast it doesn't matter okay you don't have to go to confession nobody's gonna know just give us a great five-star review nobody will ever know and tech refresh is brought to you by the thanks for everybody who's subscribing our numbers are going up exponentially over for thecurrentnewsletter.com and it's tech news and tips that you need to use right now. There's no ads, it's free. You can see a sample and you can sign up right now and head over to the website, thecurrentnewsletter.com. And let's start with some news and some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And Allie, you go first. It's been a while
1: since I talked about Windows drama, so I figured it was high time. People love to get mad at Microsoft on the internet. Usually it's about updates that you know, Mm. break people's computers. (laughs) Little Um, things like that? Really, Al? Oh, man. This time it's all about Windows 11 and Edge. So in Windows 11, you can still choose your default browser if you don't want to use Edge. But yeah, it takes a lot of clicks, and sometimes Microsoft forces you to use Edge anyway. Now Firefox made a workaround for this. So say you clicked a link from your start menu. Instead of it opening in Edge, it would open in the browser you wanted to. Well, Microsoft said, nope, you can't do that. They called it improper and they will soon block this. Wait, (laughs) whoa, they used the word improper? They sure did. And you know, it's a funny thing because Edge is actually a pretty good browser. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fast, I like it, I use it on my Windows computer. But when they do things like this, they make people so mad that they don't wanna use Edge anymore. (laughs) So I don't know why they insist on doing it, honestly. Now,
2: I feel like they're twirling their mustaches as they're saying, improper. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: exactly. Now, on the Apple side of things, I finally updated my MacBook to Monterey. If you haven't updated to the latest OS, there are some cool new tools you can use. Um, one that's great, especially if you have an older laptop, is low power mode. So it's just like on an iPhone. It automatically turns down your screen brightness. Um, it clocks down the system speed to save you some battery life. There's also something called Quick Note, which I think is really cool. Has anybody used this yet?
0: I haven't tried it. Tell us about Mm-mm. it. Mm-mm. No.
1: So it kind of reminds me of back tap on the iPhone. So essentially when you drag your mouse up into a certain corner, whichever corner you set, it opens up a note right there for you. So, Oh, you know,
0: sweet. That's nice.
1: I imagine <laughs> like back tap, you will also accidentally trigger it and maybe drive yourself a little bit nuts. But if it works well, <laughs> it sounds awesome. So I'm going to use it. I'll report back. Uh, another good one, there's an upgraded focus mode, which is basically like, better do not disturb and then finally live text which again was reserved for iphones before you can open up any photo in your photos app or in safari and then when you put your cursor over the text it'll actually let you copy and paste it into whatever you want which is really cool
0: wait really i want to try that that's pretty awesome awesome. and so how long is the download is it a massive one
1: it was pretty big. I did it yesterday. And of course, you do it when you're in the middle of using your computer and you think, oh, it'll only take a minute. I, I want to say, you know, 15 minutes or so. I was out.
0: Okay, I ought to try that. I'm going to update it and then I'll report back and tell you some cool tricks that I found. And speaking of Apple, they announced that they're soon going to let customers repair their own iPhones without bricking them or avoiding the warranty. I mean, all you need is a proprietary Phillips screwdriver, that's $199, and a special carbon fiber eye spongy, which is uh, $499, and it's currently out of stock, just to let you know. Oh, of uh, but that's not true. Ben, tell us really what's happening.
3: You know, I was kind of surprised about that because Apple has always been reluctant for anyone but Apple to fix iPhones and Macs. You know, they loosened up the last couple of years, but. Yeah, they have this new program called self-service repair that will let customers perform their own repairs on iPhones and iMacs without voiding the warranty. Now, it doesn't start until early next year, but we have a pretty good idea of how it'll work. Let's say you crack the screen on your iPhone. You visit this new online store and buy the replacement parts. Then Apple ships you the parts and tools, like you said, probably hundreds of dollars in tools to do <laughs> yeah. the repair, and then you, these online manuals guide you through the process. Uh, it's going to start with iPhone 12s and 13s uh, for repairs on displays, batteries, cameras. Uh, it'll start with iPhone 12s and 13s for repairs on displays, batteries, and cameras. M1 Max will follow, but they haven't said how much it'll cost yet. Now, as mm. it is now, let's say you need a new battery for your iPhone. You don't have Apple Care, you're out of warranty. You take it to an Apple store, and it's 50 to 70 bucks. A busted screen on a seven year old iPhone 6 costs 130 bucks. But if no you like a way. Fan, but you're if kidding got, no yeah. but if you I mean, an iphone i can iPhone find 12, somebody on
0: craigslist that will fix that for 12 bucks i yeah. mean really <laughs> yeah.
3: well if you have an iphone 11 12 or 13 pro max and you crack your screen that'll cost 330 bucks to repair whoa yeah okay
0: now, now all of a sudden look at me i've been running naked naked on my iphone 13 pro max <laughs> That's dangerous. i know living on the edge over here
3: let me tell yeah. you cover
1: that thing up kim it'll, yeah. exactly it'll be
3: cheaper But follow the directions. I mean, I can just see frustrated people coming into the Apple store with like the notches at the bottom of the screen or something because they.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, this is all part of this whole right to repair. I mean, and it didn't start in the computer industry. It actually started with farmers because they're buying these like half a million dollar tractors for their farms, obviously. And like, for example, if they wanted to replace a taillight, they couldn't do it. It was, wasn't like they could go down to Napa Auto Parts and buy a $12 <laughs> plastic red taillight. They'd actually have to call John Deere, and they would send out a manufacturer's rep, and that taillight was sometimes $800. Oh, God. Crazy. And so we did a whole podcast about right to repair, right, Al? Are you going to post that back up for us? Yeah, we'll put it on the website. It's,
1: it's a really good one, and it's a good look at, you know, there's so much we can't do with our tech, and maybe we should be able to.
0: And it was really interesting to me when I did the podcast with the gal who's in charge of this whole movement is that she asked me a question and I'll ask you guys. On your toaster, do you have a bagel setting? Do you have a bagel setting? Yes. Think about it.
2: Yes. How about you, Ben?
0: (laughs) Okay, we're just going to say yes for you, too. (laughs) Okay, because you have all the latest and greatest. I'm sure there's a bagel setting somewhere in your house on some gadget that's <laughs> Wi-Fi enabled and that's reporting back to you how the bagel's doing. And you just, you're just not thinking very clearly right now. But if you, if you have a bagel setting on your toaster, what does that mean? That means that there's a computer chip on the inside of your toaster that if in fact the bagel setting goes bad because of the chip, Hasta la vista, baby. You can't fix that. That's it. So anyway, it's all in this Right to Repair podcast that we did. In case you haven't listened to it, we'll put it up there. We'll post it again over under Kim Commando Explains. That's right. Kim Commando Explains. Uh, My turn for the news, and let's talk about Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, he's trying to become the king of the metaverse, of course. But... Let's move on. Facebook and YouTube are busy developing a 24-hour day QVC. Now it all started in China with millions of young folks that are watching social media stars demonstrates really big makeup tips and then they sell the products. Get a load of this. I don't even know how this is possible. One guy in China who was giving makeup tips sold $1.7 billion worth of lipstick In 12 hours.
1: (laughs) What? What? Yeah.
0: 1.7 billion dollars worth of lipstick in 12 hours. I mean, that's a lot of lips. How is that even (laughs) pop? I mean, I just I'm still trying to get my arms around this. I mean, how how many people did he have watching? They don't say, but here in America, infomercial type videos mostly deal with makeup tips. They're popping up all over TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and other places, and people are watched, but to buy. Now here's the rub. The viewers are now sent to Amazon. So both Facebook and all the other social media sites are saying, hey, why are we letting Amazon make all this money? We ought to be like selling the merch directly to the consumers. And so this change is going to be happening. So these sales-oriented programs, they may not be your idea of social media, but more and more are going to pop up. It doesn't matter because if it makes money, it's what you're going to be getting. But speaking of money, just move on real quick. I got to tell you about this. Uh Sotheby's is auctioning off an extremely rare historic first edition printing of the US Constitution. Okay? But here's what's interesting about it is that crypto investors are pooling their money together, millions of dollars worth of ether to actually buy it. So this organization known as Constitution DAO They're raising money using crypto wallets, the aim of crowdsourcing enough funds to make the winning bid when it hits the auction block. Um, The foundational text is valued at 15 to $20 million. Now, so far, uh, this group that launched, I don't know, five days ago, they're about at $6 million. So this is like the first time they say about how crypto infrastructure can be used to do like fractional ownership of like a, a physical artifact. Um, now, of course, by the time you listen to this podcast, it, the auction may be over, but these are the numbers that we have right now. But, you know, you may notice what I'm wearing here as we're doing the podcast, uh, and Matt, you are as well, is that the Second Amendment of the Constitution affords us the right to wear short sleeve shirts to work. I don't know if this. It's the right to bear arms. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. All right, stay right where you are. We have more fun coming at you including some insider secrets and tips that will make you sound smarter on zoom calls and some tech party tricks that you can use to impress your family members and friends here on tech refresh hey welcome back to tech refresh this is the part of the podcast where we like to tell you things that you have never heard before that you can use to impress your family members and friends like for example i'll go first and if you're traveling anytime soon it's important to search online of course you're going to try to find the lowest airfare with the least number of stops. Now, have any of you had the experience where you didn't check the number of stops and then you were like, oh my gosh, I'm bouncing all over the country? (laughs) No,
2: I have not, but that sounds terrible.
0: I've,
1: (laughs) I've definitely accidentally chosen a layover flight and then realized, and that's a big, like, oh, why did I do this to myself?
0: Okay, many years ago, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this, I had an assistant for a short period of time, notice, short period of time, (laughs) that uh, booked my trip to Bora Bora for us. And so we went down to Bora Bora and I didn't check the flights. But in order to go to Bora Bora, you have to go from Phoenix to Honolulu and then you go to Papiete and then you take a flight to Bora Bora. Okay, well, I didn't check. We went from Phoenix to Los Angeles to honolulu to papiete and like four other flights where people were holding chickens honest to god on the (laughs) planes okay and i was like okay this is a bad thing so a little fun fact for all of you always make sure that you check the numbers stops especially if you have somebody who isn't really happy that they are working for you uh but what about comfort okay here's the deal google flights is terrific for figuring out the best and cheapest way to get from point a to point b but wouldn't it be great if you also knew if you're gonna be scrunched in this little tiny seat the whole time? Well, there's a really fabulous Chrome browser extension called Legroom for Google Flights, right? And so you get this extension and then when you're using Google Flights, okay, you'll see all the flight selections that you normally have, like the price and the number of stops and what day and time and all the other good stuff. But that gives you a whole section of how much leg room there is per seat by the flight that you selected so this is really important now you're not out of luck if you don't use the chrome browser you can head over to seatguru.com you just enter in your airline your flight number and then you're going to see a map of the best seats with the most legroom. room okay and they actually do it so easy it's like color coded don't go for the red you want to pick the green seats that's it all right so ben you're going to talk to us about shopping
3: yeah as everyone knows it's one of my favorite pastimes but You know, I don't care if it's holiday shopping, making random purchases through the year. I do want the lowest price. And, you know, you have all kinds of online tools that can help. Uh, You know, extensions like Capital One Shopping, Honey, Retail Me Not, some of those. The one I'm going to mention today that's been around for a while is Camel, Camel, Camel. That's Camel three times. Now, it's good for people who do a lot of the shopping on Amazon because it compares fluctuating prices over time. Let's say I've had my eye on Sony's high-end, noise-canceling headphones. I copy the Amazon link, then I go to Camel 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 site and paste it in the search bar at the top. It gives me a breakdown of the price history going back the past three months, which I can adjust a month all the way to a year, and I can see that those $350 headphones dropped to 250 a couple, a couple of times a few weeks ago, and I bet they'll do it again soon. But instead of having to check back daily, I can create a price watch so that the website will just send me an email the next time it detects the price going down and i can even set like a price limit that's handy
0: yeah that's i mean that's really handy stuff so you're not sitting there going oh gosh i wonder now now if you buy something and the price does go down what's your best advice ben i mean do you do you send it back or do you ask for the price difference or what do you think
3: depends on the policy and it depends on the the trouble i mean if we're talking just a few bucks i'm not gonna Because it's going to be, you know, just, it's going to be too time consuming. But yeah, if it's a considerable amount of money based on what it is and it's still within the return window, yeah, I'll return it, rebuy it.
0: And so Camel, 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 how do they get it? They go to Camel, 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 (laughs) (laughs) Camel.com. I mean, Camel, Camel,
1: camel. camel.
0: (laughs) I mean, can you just imagine people like, well, so what should we call it? (laughs) Camel. And what do you think? Camel. Camel. And then, Mm, and camel. So why don't we just call it camel, camel, camel camel.com. Right, Ben? Yeah, unique name. (laughs) Okay, it reminds me of a camel joke. Okay, you have to stick with me on this. Okay, a man in the desert, he rents a camel because he needs a ride. And the rental guy says, hey, have you ever ridden one of these? And the guy says, no, 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 no. He says, well, it's really simple. If you say, whoa, it walks. If you say, whoa, whoa, it'll run. If you say, whoa, 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 It's going to run so fast that you're going to have to pray that the camel is going to stop. You're just going to have to pray for that. So the man hops and the camel says, whoa. And the camel just starts walking. He says, whoa, whoa. And the camel starts running. He says, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the camel runs so fast that the man was praying that the camel would stop. Now, it's a good thing he did that because the camel stopped right at the edge of a cliff. The man looked down at the ravine thought he was a goner with wide eyes, and he said, whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Go ahead, Allie. Your turn. Give us a great tip.
1: All right. I have been using the Brave browser for a little while, and I've used been using DuckDuckGo to search. And I like it. But the one thing I really miss are all those handy little features built right in when you search something on Google. And I forgot how, you know, just how useful they are. Like if you look for a store or restaurant and it tells you how busy it is right now. I love that. Yes,
0: I know. That's so great, isn't it? Love that.
1: Yes. Well, some of that stuff is coming to Google Maps. The latest update has a really cool feature where you can see how crowded places are. It's called area busyness. And instead of just seeing, you know, for one restaurant, one retail store, whatever, it'll show you for a neighborhood or a street or an area. So, you know, maybe you'll see, oh, there's a street fair going on. Over here, so I'm not going to drive over there today. Or you know, this outdoor mall I like is really busy, so I'm going to avoid it because I'm in a hurry. Um, There's another Maps update. If you do grocery store pickup, um, they're actually working with it's like two thousand different Kroger stores here in Arizona. We have Fries, that's our Krogers, and you can track your order in Maps if you order groceries online. You can share your ETA with the store, and you can let them know you arrive on your Google Maps. And Uh so far, they're saying you'll wait less than five minutes in the car for your order.
0: That's so great. You know, I always feel so good. You know, positive affirmations are great. You know, I'm going to have a wonderful day and you're amazing and you can get it done. But don't you always love that feeling of satisfaction? It's like when you get to a place that says you've arrived, you're like, of course I have. <laughs> I've just arrived. Yes, of course. I have. Hey, listen, uh, speaking of podcasts, is that I just want to remind you, if you like all these great tips that we pass along in Tech Refresh, make sure that you also get the podcast for our daily tech update. Also includes our daily life hack. And if you're not getting those, wherever you search for your podcast, wherever you get your podcast, rather, whether it's Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, the list goes on. Make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to the Daily Tech Update. It's just one minute long and you're gonna learn something new every single time. And let's move on. It's time for America's favorite podcast game show sensation called You Choose the Fake News because fake news, false information stories, they create a lot of buzz and they have some good headlines and it's everywhere. But as you start scrolling through these endless stories in your social media feeds, we all need to keep an eye out and think about which stories are fake and which ones are true. And so that's where we came up with this game show sensation called You Choose the Fake News. And so every week we present you, the listener, with two real stories and one fake story. And we're all gonna play along. Matt's gonna play and Ben and myself. And, and Ale, it's your turn this week to try to stump everybody with two real headlines and one fake one. So can you do it?
1: I sure hope so. Story number one, Snapchat's new food scan feature will change the way you cook. All right. A common thread, I think, from the last, I don't know, however long it's been in COVID times is we are all sick of cooking and we are all sick of eating the same old things.
0: And bread. I'm tired of eating bread. I'm tired of making bread. I'm tired of buttering bread. I'm tired of bread and olive oil and balsamic vinegar. You get the drift.
1: Well, then you should open up Snapchat. They have a new feature. It's called Food Scan. You scan a food and it will turn up recipes that contain the item and give you a link to the Wikipedia for the ingredient. They partnered with allrecipes.com and they can recognize more than 1,200 different foods and suggest about 4,500 dishes so far. Um, It doesn't work with prepackaged stuff, so you couldn't take a picture of, you know, a jar of spaghetti sauce. It's just for fresh foods, Um, but it can help you figure out how to turn, you know, some vegetables sitting on your counter into a nice dinner.
0: Okay, story, story number two.
1: Number two, streaming bundles could change the way you pay for content. Okay, how annoying is it to manage all the accounts for all the streaming services you use? Yeah,
0: it me. is. It's too many. I mean, and I'll yeah, tell you, every ours. time I turn around, Barry has subscribed to something else. I mean, the other day <laughs> I have an $11.99 charge for Samsung TV. Okay. And I'm like, dude okay you have direct tv you have hulu you have netflix you have i mean go i mean just everyone why did we have the samsung tv he said well because i couldn't get the local i'm like oh my gosh so i just canceled
1: it i feel like this should be a weekly feature what did barry subscribe to
0: (laughs) oh i know and there was one that he wanted to and that's where i I was like you know what he's like "Well, how about this one It's like all they do is like old westerns 24 7. i'm like okay no. no, if if it's black and white, I already don't watch it. If it's a Western, <laughs> put a double whammy no on that. Anyway, I'm <laughs> sorry, I digress.
1: Well, there could be a big change coming to the way you manage all these accounts. Now, you probably haven't heard of the Digital Media Association, but they represent all the big streaming companies. So Amazon, Apple, YouTube, Spotify, Google, Netflix. They are a lobbying group. So of course, their main goal is advocating for those streaming companies. But now it seems they're trying to make consumers happy too. Their latest initiative, which was hinted at in Netflix 2022 Investor Roadmap, is giving consumers one place to manage their streaming services, like a menu where you can choose what you want in one spot, what you subscribe to, what you okay. to cancel.
0: not for nothing. I had this idea years ago. I did.
1: Well, you, you should have talked to the Digital Media Association. Ah. So, you know, getting all the big players actually on board with this sounds like a challenge, but man, it would be really nice. I hope it happens. And finally, story three, cow flees slaughter to ride a water slide. I love a good viral video. I know we all do. And this one was hilarious. In Brazil, a cow was said to be slaughtered at a cattle ranch, but she was not into it. So she fled the farm and she ended up at a nearby water park. She climbed up one of the ladders of a water slide and slid partway down. The water park operators saw she was in there. They shut down the water to make sure she didn't slip. And eventually she slid down into the pool below. The owner decided to let the cow live and he named her Taboga, which in Portuguese means sled.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I I think I know which one I'm going to go for. But I don't want to be just the star of the show all the time. <laughs> All Let's right, let Matt. somebody else have the spot. Yes. Matt, you go first.
2: Okay. All right. Um, so we have the Snapchat food scan, the streaming service, and a cow on a water slide. Um, you know, I feel like I would have seen the Snapchat thing, but who knows? I don't use Snapchat that often. Um, cow on a water slide. I really want that to be true. That sounds adorable. Um, the streaming service seems like an idea that someone would have come up with before now and that they would have dealt with before this. Um, I feel like... I'm going to go with the streaming service.
0: You know, Matt, I'm going with the streaming service too. Yeah. Cause I think it'd be, <laughs> I think it'd be too hard to get all these companies to actually like
2: work together. Yes. Yeah,
0: because they're so competitive. Yeah and because and that was the objection that i was getting into and i would like come up you know i always come up with these great ideas at four o'clock in the morning and i come into these meetings I'm like okay i have a great idea i think we should do this and like you know one recently i don't know if you know this but i went to ali and jeremy i'm like we need qr codes on the website and they both looked at me and like mm, bad idea <laughs> that was not a good one so uh what about you ben i
3: had the same thought it just you know the the cow thing it was just like so wacky it has to be real and snapchat it sounds legit but the streaming it's like yeah it would have been thought of or why would it even start if it's gonna i mean you can't even get sports to play on certain channels on certain i mean so how could you get yeah that's true it's like why can't we bring the moon closer to earth you know what why is it seems like the same kind (laughs) of plan so yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna agree with everyone else that's the fake one
0: all right, Al. Yeah, it's up to you. We're either all right or we're all wrong.
1: All right. Can I get a famous Kim Commando drum roll?
0: Because all three of you
1: are right.
0: Oh, yeah, that's Yeah. <laughs> Good job, now,
1: everybody.
0: In case you're wondering why we need to do the Kim Commando drum roll is because we have a low budget for this podcast. Matter of fact, it is a zero budgeted. Podcast. So everything that we have to do is our same. So Allie, can how can you do a big like round of applause and yay?
1: Yay! yay! <laughs>
0: <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe we need to get a budget for at least yeah. that sound effect. Um uh, here's one that I saw this past week. Good news, now that OnlyFans is getting rid of adult content, your local restaurants will be able to hire servers once again. <laughs> oh. Oh. Cool. <laughs> hey. We listen. need a sound effect for that too. <laughs> we sure do. We need a sound effect for like, wow, that was really bad. Kim I was hey, stay right where you are coming up. Matt is gonna take over with the show, and he's our dedicated internet scout, and he's gonna tell us what's happening on the internet so that we can sound very hip. And if you have to say that you are hip, you're <laughs> probably not welcome back to tech refresh it's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital and just a quick reminder we'd love for you to sign up for thecurrentnewsletter.com tech news and tips you can use right now it's fabulous you're gonna love it you're gonna join tens of thousands of people who get it twice a week it only comes out twice a week and you get exclusive links exclusive videos that you don't see anywhere else in commando land and you can sign up right now over at thecurrentnewsletter.com so matt What exactly is the web talking about that we need to know about?
2: This week, there was one thing that was completely taken over the Internet for an entire day. So the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, came out and within a few hours, it just took over the Internet. So this movie has been hyped for almost an entire year at this point. And the reason one of the reasons it's been hyped is that it's supposed to have all the other Spider-Mans from past Spider-Mans. Oh movies in it, really? This has been the this has been the rumor. So they've been people have been streaming through every little bit of content that they've released. And so when this trailer came out, all of the big Marvel fans, all the superhero fans just jumped on it like hyenas, and they picked <laughs> apart every little thing. So within just a, a few hours, in the first night of this trailer being released the trailer got 29 million views Whoa. on YouTube. Wow. So it broke the internet.
3: That's crazy. Um, not only
2: that, but it was, it was the top trending subject in all of Twitter. So not only was it the top number one trending, but then all of the actors that they thought might be in the movie were then number two, number three, number four, <laughs> number five on the tr- Twitter trending page. So Twitter just was like, it was taken over by this trailer. So Spider-Man, I mean, you know why he's big? Because
0: he swings both ways. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow where's the
1: sound effect
0: tough crowd tough crowd <laughs> all right there you go all right number two
2: matt what's what's next on your list so um another thing that happened recently that i caught onto on twitter was this thing called the yas trend um now I, this is one of those another one of those gen z lingos it's Yass, like Yass queen right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they took over by going on and taking old horror movies And then that that indicative moment in every horror movie where the girl's being chased by the killer and then it turns back and it pans onto her face and she's screaming and there's tears coming out of her face and it's a really horrible scene. Well, they've taken that and they basically have used Photoshop and other uh, services to then glow up these images to make these people that are in terrifying situations look beautiful. And because their mouth is always open and they're screaming, they're calling it the yas trend. That's great. I love that.
1: I have to go looking for one of those. That sounds great. You know what?
0: You know what? The shining Alan, the current put up, put a couple of links for everybody in the next issue of the
2: current. So we can, I will.
0: So everybody can experience that yas moment.
2: (laughs) There's one from The Shining when he's coming in the bathroom door with the axe and she's sitting there with the axe in her hands and they gloat her all up or she looks like beautiful and all ready for the ball. It's hilarious. All right. And then number three. So um, there's a few items in the world that are illegal to eat in certain parts of the world. So they've taken those items and they've turned them into something that you can actually get. So... They've made these chips and they're calling them, these chips are illegal. And they're made not out of the things that are illegal, but to taste like the things that are illegal. So if you've ever heard of pufferfish, it is a yes. fish that they had to cut up very delicately because it's poisonous. And if, you, if the chef doesn't cut it just perfectly, you could die. So people want to know what that tastes like without having to risk it. So they've made a chip flavor that <laughs> tastes like that. Um, and this next one is not might may not be for the uh, faint stomach, but they've taken what might horses taste like. So they've oh. made a chip that tastes like horse meat. Um, and then they've made a chip that tastes like this fermented cheese called Kazumarza, which is this cheese that only can be fermented for a certain amount of time. and if you don't eat it, if you eat it before or after that time window, it'll kill you. <laughs> So, and they've made that into a chip flavor so that you can actually find out what that chip might taste
0: like. Okay. But how do you know it's really true? I mean, how do you know, like, this really tastes like this fermented cheese? And let's forget about the horse because that's so sad. Okay. Sure. Sure, sure. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Oh. And so these are internet scientists
2: that did all this research and were able to compile what the actual taste buds feel and are able to show what it actually tastes like. So they've been said that they're entirely accurate. Really, and so
0: how much do you have any idea what these chips cost?
2: I think a bag of three is about $15. Three of, one of each of the flavors. you so <laughs> get like a little box that has all three of the flavors in it. Wow, three <laughs> chips, that's amazing.
0: I mean, did you hear about they're the- they mu-
2: illegal chips. <laughs> illegal
0: chips. Hey, did you hear about the music band that was formed from the ex potato chip workers? Did you hear about that? They're calling themselves Panic at Nabisco. <laughs> oh good job matt thanks for always keeping us in the know Allie, what's trending over at commando.com
1: oh how to find anyone's phone number i love this if you really need to get in touch with somebody maybe it's for business maybe it's personal we'll show you some tricks of the trade this one all right this was an idea i had last week and then it just really took off which i'm excited about how to get better wi-fi on your iphone So if you always have bad service, this is a a good one to check out. And then a little 10 second security change that you can make to your Facebook right now that will make you a lot safer online.
0: And of course, you always want to hit commando.com. And anytime you are looking for something specific, don't forget, we have that handy dandy search on every single page. And this is part of the podcast where I remind you that you should be following all of us on social media. It's over at twitter.com slash Kim Commando, instagram.com slash Kim Commando and oh my gosh I know you can figure it out facebook.com slash Kim Commando yes follow us and make sure that you retweet everything and if and if you're listening to us on your local radio station uh here's what I'd love for you to do make sure that you tweet out to them hey I love the Kim Commando show on this radio station because we are going to be picking some people if you tag us for some great gift cards and so if you're listening to the chem commando show that's a three hour weekend radio show on your local radio station make sure you share the love with the local station and then you tag us so this way we know that you could possibly win a 25 dollars gift card just for being nice and kind and doing what your mother told you to do since day one stay right where you are coming up on tech refresh ben's going to talk to us about oh the WeBoost home complete cell phone booster mm. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And this is part of the podcast where we like we like to talk to Ben. He's our trusty news director and he reviews a lot of great things. And this is the WeBoost Home Complete Cell Signal Booster.
3: Right, Ben, is that yeah. it? Yeah, I, w- I was interested in this because it doesn't matter how far cell technology advances, it's still not gonna be able to go through a brick wall very well, especially at home. You got know, like two bars, one to two bars constantly. so. This company, Wilson Electronics, sends me that kit, and it's their most powerful option. It's a thousand bucks, and it covers. Oof. it's made for homes up to seventy-five hundred square feet and small businesses. It's a signal booster that you plug into a wall, and two antennas: one that you that goes inside the house, and one that you mount outside. Now, this was a DIY kit, and I didn't know everything that it was going to have at the time, but like a hundred feet of coax cable. All kinds of little clips and, you know, because you have to run this through the walls. It's, let me just say, I hope you enjoy doing things like that, running cable through the walls, ceilings, you know, unless you How long did
1: this take you? doesn't?
3: uh, Well, it took a little bit, you know, because I, that's the tedious part. You have to run this stuff, hide it unless you just don't mind these black coax cables just running across your floors walk oh, that
0: you know what that is like nothing says home decor like a black coax cable <laughs> yeah. right yeah. love that classic yeah. well that was yes. the easy part
3: because then it's like once you have everything kind of in place it, you can see my review at commando.com for all the details but you basically you have to use the, a website or an app to find the nearest cell tower point the external antenna in that general direction and then you have to do these like very small incremental adjustments powering off the booster over and over again until you get the strongest signal so fast forward to the end it's nice it works if you have the patience to cleanly install to get but you know it's not for everyone because wi-fi well that solves your data problem and now you also have a lot of you know carriers and everything wi-fi calling so it's for those who really need it and who have, like i said have the patience if you do get it, I would say spring for the extra 200 bucks and just have the professional installation.
0: Yeah. Headache. It sounds like, I'm yeah. glad that you did it first because they sent me one. I was like, mm, <laughs> I'll let Ben try it see what he thinks.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's great for what it is, but, uh, you know because of the, the headache and everything, it gets three Ben heads.
0: Oh, three hmm. out of five Ben yeah.
3: heads. Oh, well,
0: you know, but did it improve your cell phone signal after you did it all?
3: I couldn't consistently keep four bars, but I did get pretty pretty solid three bars.
0: And that was wow. up from what, one to two, you said? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. All
0: right, that's better. Okay, you know, so I have to think of who is on my gift list, who I really don't like. <laughs> who you also want to spend a thousand dollars yeah but you know what they'll look at and go wow kim really likes me this is like look at how much she's oh you know what my brother-in-law i know oh he's a diy guy and he's not very nice sorry chris if you're listening you could be nicer to me um I think that Chris is gonna be getting the WeBoost Home Complete (laughs) Cell Signal Booster. That's right, from me. Uh, You know, I don't know if you heard, just going back to the news, is that Melinda Gates is out talking about her divorce with Bill Gates. I mean, she's finally broken her silence. And what she says is that Bill just didn't excel at their marriage. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Apparently he had no PowerPoints while they were arguing, but he always had to have the last word Okay. Um, He no longer had access to her heart, and the (laughs) outlook was not looking good. They couldn't work together as teams, but on the surface, they were a perfect couple. But deep down, there was hardly any connect. He kept everything (laughs) hidden, you know, like an Xbox, and she never found it reassuring. And then finally, she realized that there was no window of opportunity to stay together
3: (laughs) this is all very pc just kept getting better Better.
0: Oh! (laughs) Oh.
3: hey
0: just a quick reminder thanks for listening to tech refresh we want to make sure that you subscribe you follow you rate review and again we love hearing from you and our email address is podcasts at commando.com once again that's podcasts at commando.com And don't forget, make sure that you sign up for The Current Newsletter. Tech news and tips you can use right now. Exclusive links to videos and stories. And again, that address is thecurrentnewsletter.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you here next week.